This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. Now, last week, you might remember our own Dieran Garhi was in here in studio chatting to me about Bio Wellness event. And they've been all around the country with Bio, but this weekend they're coming to Dublin. There's just a few tickets left to go to Clontarf Castle this Sunday afternoon. And it's a really great event. I know Dieran is giving away a great prize on her Facebook page today. So maybe head over there if you would like to head along. There's an overnight stay and everything. It's brilliant. But this weekend, they're being joined by a really, really special guest, and that is Georgie Crawford, Spin 1038's Georgie Crawford, and she's going to share her story about being diagnosed with breast cancer. And what's really incredible is that Georgie is sharing the story while she's going through treatment, and she joins me in the studio now. Hi there. Hi. How are you? <laughs> good. It's good to be back. <clears throat> um, it's, been, it's been a tough couple of months, but... You know, I'm still standing. <laughs> you are. And I am. I said just before the song there that, you know, you were due back to work with us. You went on maternity leave just over a year ago. Pia is one now. And it just, the year didn't kind of end up the way you thought it was going to. So um, I think a lot of people have heard your story already, Georgie, because you've been so brave in sharing it and people have been following you and going along with you. But for anyone who hasn't, if you wouldn't mind just taking us back a couple of months to the night you found that lump. Yeah, so um, Pia was about uh, seven months old. Um, I was due to come back to work the following week. Um, So I was really focused on that and, you know, stressing about leaving her and, you know, all the usual first-time mum things. And um, it was the middle of the night during a night feed at around half one in the morning and I just leaned over to her crib and um, my hand fell against this hard lump in my chest um, and in that moment, you know, I just knew something really bad was was up. Uh, we got Pia settled, myself and my husband Jamie, we went into the lounge and we, we sat down and he felt it and um, he tried to reassure me. But, you know, I think we both knew by the feel of this lump, by the size of it, that, you know, this was kind of bad news. Um but, you know, we were really proactive with it. We went down to the GP the next morning. I was biopsied the following day in, in um, Bowman Hospital. I was due to go to the radio awards that night just to kind of ease me back into <laughs> to radio world. Um, I remember being on the phone to you stressing about rooms and getting down there on mm-hmm. time. And when you there was a few of us in the car, you were on loudspeaker and you were like, I'm after finding this. And we were all trying to reassure you that it was so normal. But thinking back now, I think you knew something was wrong. Yeah, I think, you know, your own body and, you know, a really good point to make is you will be reassured by people that things are nothing because they want you to to feel okay and and, and they want you to not worry or panic. But if you know something's up, you got to get it checked. No matter how many people are going to tell you that it's hormonal, you've just had a baby, you know, it could be just a blocked uh, milk duct. Like, you know your own body. So you need to get these things checked because, you know, awareness is key and 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 knowledge is power and uh the following week I was diagnosed with breast cancer what was it like hearing that to be honest waiting to hear was worse because it's just you and the internet you know um I tried to stay away um but I I didn't really know anything about breast cancer um so I did google a few things and you know shortly afterwards I'd find myself on the floor like sobbing uncontrollably um, 
And then when I found out uh, that it was breast cancer, my surgeon sat me down and explained it to me. And you know, when you're educated in something, it's it's a little less scary. I went home that day with a little more hope than I'd had while I was waiting to be diagnosed because I knew I had cancer. Um, so the things that he told me, you know, did put my mind at ease. And he said, you know, you know, we can we can take this cancer out. You, you know, you can get chemotherapy. You will, you know, I have lots of patients that, you know, go on to have babies. Obviously, my fertility was, you know, a huge deal to me. Um, but I felt a little better once I was, it was confirmed because I think anyone waiting for a diagnosis will will be able to tell you that that is a terrible time because your mind wanders. Um, but then I had to wait a week to find out if the cancer had spread. That was torture. And um, that's when, you know, you lie in bed at night and you wonder if, you know, your baby will have a mom in a year's time. And, you know, I want to do you know, everything with her, her firsts and stuff, you know. So going back to that time and remembering that time is very traumatic. And But we got through it and uh, I found out my cancer didn't spread. Um, So that was the best news I've ever gotten in my life. I can only imagine. And because you had caught it early and like you said, it's so important to say to people to get checked early because it was so early days you got the best news possible that it was treatable. And I know it's still such a gruelling journey, but that is just so important to tell people is that if you catch it early and you're proactive, like you said, you will get to do everything with Pia and you will get to see her grow up and hopefully go on to have more babies. Um, What has it been like going through treatment? Going through treatment, um, I was very naive going into it. I said... Guys, they're just going to give me a blast of chemotherapy. I'll be back to work in January, you know, because I'm so young. Like, my cancer's gone. You know, we did the surgery. And then I went into um, my oncologist's office and he he said, 22 weeks of chemotherapy and you're going to lose all your hair. I was like, are you talking to me? Like, is this actually happening? But, um, you know, I've welcomed chemotherapy into my life because, you know, I have to. Because I, I don't see it as a poison. I don't see it as, as I never say F cancer. I, I'm not in that mindset. I'm, I'm grateful to get chemotherapy. Um, so if any sort of rogue cells have, have escaped um, from my breast and, and is hiding anywhere in my body, this chemotherapy is going to go and kill it. Um, so I'm losing my hair because it kills the bad cells and the good cells. So, you know, losing my hair has been terrible it's been awful but I know the chemotherapy is working so that's a blessing too so you know everything that my doctors are doing for me everything they're advising me to do I've welcomed and I'm trying to take it in and and be positive about everything. Talk to me about um, the decision to share your story and to take people along the journey with you. It was so hard Lauren it was because I was diagnosed or I found my lump on the 4th of October and it was breast cancer awareness month um, and I said, look, if I'm going to share my story, I want to do it within this month because, you know, this is the perfect time to do it. Um, and I'd written something, I had it written on my phone for weeks and weeks. And, at, you know, by the end of November, I still didn't know if the cancer had spread. So my mum and my husband were like, look, just just wait till you know exactly where you stand before you say anything. And I was like, that's really good advice. Um, and I felt like I was at a crossroads in my life. I could, you know, choose to deal with this cancer. You know, I was still on maternity leave. People didn't really, 
you know, you weren't, no one was banging down the door, spin, wondering where I was. Like, you know, people just move on with their lives. Um, so I said, look, I could, it could be like extended maternity leave and I can come back in six months and, you know, no one would be none the wiser except for, you know, who I choose to tell. Or I can say it out loud and see what happens. Um, I felt like I was so shocked by it because there's no breast cancer in my family that I felt like I owed it to other women. I felt like I owed it to my friends. And I said to my husband, I'm going to shout this from the rooftops if my cancer hasn't spread. And he said, well, whatever you decide to do, I'll support you. Uh, So the night that I, I... decided I'd use my Instagram page um, to talk about it and uh, the night that I posted that I had cancer I just sat in front of the fire like on the floor and I just pressed send and since then nothing's ever been the same What has the reaction been like from people? I just can't believe the amount of love that people have for you when you tell them that you have cancer because Everyone hates cancer. I was out for a walk with my mum one day and I just said, like, I suddenly have something in common with everyone because everyone's been affected by it. And um, I can't tell you how much the support means to me. Uh, People, you know, who have had breast cancer and have come out the other side and who have gone on to have kids, have, you know, made it their business to get in touch with me and tell me their story which gives me so much hope every day. And I may have heard from someone two weeks ago that told me they had it 10 years ago and they're fine. But then I go on and then this week I kind of need to hear it again. And then someone else will get in touch with me and say, I'm fine too. And, um, you know, I've, I've gotten flowers from people I didn't know and people lighting candles for me, like in different countries. And, you know, just to have that support keeps me going every day. Obviously my daughter and my family keep me going, but to have you know, this support network there, people willing you on um, just gives gives you so much hope. It gives me, like, I, I actually, I walk out onto the street and I look at people differently now because of what strangers have done for me. Have you allowed yourself to think about six months down the line? I know um, if people have followed you on Instagram, you were talking about, you know, rocking your bald head on the beach in a bikini. And, you know, if people have been following you, they will know just how honest and wonderful you are about the whole thing, even in the dark moments, like that kind of thing. I cracked up when you were talking about, you remember Bonnie from Friends, like (laughs) the moonlight bouncing on her bald head. But have you allowed yourself go down that path and think about, or is it just one day at a time? minute to minute just get through this no like I I focus on this summer so much because that's what gets me through and you know a lot of people said uh, when I was diagnosed this will make you appreciate your life so much more and I said I appreciate my life every day I thanked God for my life every day but what it will do for me, it was it will make me appreciate the good times more. And I'm reading Oprah's book at the moment and uh, she talks about God winks. And basically when everything comes together, you feel like God just winks at you. So I'm waiting for my God wink. And I know that will come when I'm on the beach with my family and um, someone hands me a cocktail. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll look around and I'll go, this is, you know, this, it was all worth it. And yeah, I may not have hair. I may not have eyelashes. But what I've learned from this has been, I can't tell you, Lauren, what, how much it's changed my life. You know, uh, f- uh, 
it will teach me to be a better friend, um, to just be a better person because I've just been so, I've been touched by so many people and I feel like this has happened to me for a reason. Every cloud has a silver lining and I'm determined to just keep focusing on that silver lining. Um, I decided to share my story because I wanted people to know that this can happen to you in your 30s, in your 20s. Um, if you find a lump, don't put, you know, put it off. These things don't go away by themselves. Just get it checked because it's just going to change your treatment plan, change your journey, make things so much easier for you. It's so scary to find out. You know, even I went for a smear test last month and I went in and they said, oh, I don't know if we'll be able to do you because you're on chemotherapy, risk of infection, blah, blah, blah. And there was a little part of me that was like, I kind of hope they don't do it. And even me standing there with cancer, because you just don't want to know. Yeah. I was like, I have breast cancer. If I have cervical cancer, I just will not be able to cope. <laughs> um, but they did it and everything's fine. And now, you know, I don't have to lie awake at night wondering about it. So, you know, get these things done. If you're a new mum, if you're going back to work next week, you know, forget about getting your nails done. Go down to the GP, get a breast check, make sure you're okay, because... We all know with babies and husbands and houses to clean and, and people to meet up with and you just never get around to it and you need to put yourself first. You're responsible for your own life. You're incredible, Georgie, and thank you so much for coming in today. I know it's not easy to come in to spin, but we can't wait to have you back, so just take care of yourself and come back soon. Thank you so much. I miss you all so much. There are so many messages coming in for Georgie already. As I said at the very beginning, um, she will be taking part in BIO, um, a great well-living... Uh, wellness event taking place in Clontarf Castle this Sunday. You can check out Darren's Facebook page, our own Darren from the Zoo Crew is giving away a great competition there today if you would like to head along and absolutely follow Georgie on Instagram, georgie.crawford. Thanks so much, George. We'll be right back in a sec. Such an important message to spread and that is what we are going to try and do is just raise awareness about all types of cancer, not just breast cancer, as Jed has pointed out on Facebook um, because the most important thing you can do is get checked, listen to your body. Uh, this listener has been in touch to say I'm in a queue waiting to get my car washed with tears falling down my face. That lady is so brave and strong. Her little girl is very lucky to have such a wonderful, strong mum. It's an important message to get out there. Well done and the very best of luck for the future. Um, I promise we did read that message out to her before she left the studio, but I just knew I wouldn't hold it together if I had to read it to her while she was still here. Um, but there are just so many messages like that. Danielle says, you're doing an amazing job, Georgie. You're so honest. It's refreshing. It really is. And look, it's a very brave thing to do. And I know it's not for everyone. But as Georgie said, she wanted to shout it from the rooftops. And the fact that she's bringing people on this journey with her is something that she decided to do for her and for her family and for her friends. And she really is incredible. Shane has been in touch to say my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer last year and it was the biggest shock of our lives. She's very healthy. We have three gorgeous babies. She has no history of breast cancer. Thankfully, they caught it at an early stage and she is now in recovery. But the fear of losing my wife is like no other fear I have felt. It was so hard to watch my wife go through all the chemo, all the stress, all the pain, knowing there was nothing I could do to make it go away. It's very tough on partners and you do feel very helpless. I can only imagine and I think um, for all family members it can be very, very difficult to watch someone go through a battle like that if cancer has touched you and your life and as Georgie said, you know, we've all been affected by it. You can share your story today. Help raise awareness. I'm on 087-711-1038. Amy says, I think they should extend the breast check programme to younger women. Yeah, you know, I think um, a lot of people would be in agreement with that, Amy. 
Kat says, hi, Spin. I only checked my breast on Monday night. I was shocked to discover a small, hard lump on my right breast. Went to my GP and he reckons it's only tissue, but nonetheless has referred me to a breast clinic for further investigation, which could take up to six weeks for me to get an appointment. I'm only 24 and I'm very worried. I hope to God it does end up just to be tissue. I couldn't imagine otherwise. Something that's very common uh, with women is fibroids very hard little lumps I have one and when Georgie found her lump I remember telling her about it and you know many women have them and they are just very very hard tissue but at the same time your doctor did the right thing by referring you on I hope it's good news that you get Shauna joins me on the line now hi Shauna hi how are you I'm good thank you very much Shauna Um, Shauna breast cancer is something that's touched your life yeah my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer 2012, it was um, inflammatory breast cancer. What does that mean? Um, so it's all over the, the breast and it was in our lymph nodes as well. Okay, so when... Basically, when, sorry? I was just going to say, when Georgie talked about finding out whether or not her cancer had spread, that is the fear that will it have spread to your Yeah, lymphnodes. Yeah, it really is. Like, she got the all clear, she went through all the treatment and she got the all clear then in August. And then she started getting really, really bad headaches. And the doctors were just putting, like, the headaches down to bad migraines because she used to suffer from migraines anyway. Okay. But then we found out then that it had actually spread into her spinal fluid, um, which went up around the brain so they couldn't catch it. Like, oh, sure. there was no really treatment for it. Like, so then she passed away then in December 2012. Sean, I'm so sorry to hear that. No worries. It must have been a really tough time for you and your family. Yeah, it was really tough. Like, but a few months after, we then all found out that she had taken the test for the the gene test, the BRCA two. Oh yeah. And we found out that it's actually in our genes. So, my mom's sisters and my cousins, my sisters, we all have to be tested then for the gene test. Now I still to be tested. I still haven't gotten mine done yet. But um. Yeah, a few of my aunties have been tested and some of them have come back that they did have the gene. So they went through all the surgeries and all that to prevent it. Like, It's very scary, but I suppose, like so many people say, and Georgie was saying earlier, you know, awareness is the name of the game. And once you're educated on something, so, you know, to have that knowledge, as scary as it might be, could potentially have saved your aunties' lives. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it'd be better to know that you did have the gene, so you could could be getting um, like tested, like um, regular checks up checkups and all. Like better to know than not to know, you know. Yeah, absolutely, Sean. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much for no problem. Good to no speak problem. to you today. Thanks. Um, bye. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, definitely awareness and education, and that's what we're trying to do today is tell more people. Um, you know about the realities and you know Shauna's mum didn't know at the time that she was carrying the BRCA gene but now the rest of the family do and that is so so important you can get involved in the conversation today if you would like we're trying to raise awareness about cancer in Ireland and the importance of getting checked I'm on 87 711 before Georgie left us um, she asked us to mention that she is taking part in Breast Cancer Ireland's Battle of the Stars and that's supported by the Joe Duffy Group. Um, so lots of TV stars, bloggers, radio stars, lots of people um, who all care about raising awareness and researching for a cure here in Ireland are getting together and they're taking to the stage 
all in aid of Breast Cancer Ireland and that is taking place in April. So um, there are some details online about that. Georgie will be taking part in the Dancing and Lip Syncing Challenge. It's Saturday the 14th of April for the Breast Cancer Ireland Battle of the Stars Gala fundraiser. So fair play to everyone getting involved in that, including Georgie. You can get involved in the conversation today because we are raising awareness about particularly breast cancer in Ireland, the importance of getting checked. I'm on 087-711-1038. Danielle is joining me on the line now. Hi, Danielle. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, Danielle, I think I read your message out a minute ago. You were just saying how amazing you think Georgie is. She's very honest. Um, And it is brilliant, you know, that she's been so honest about her journey so far. And she mentioned that cancer is something that has affected us all. It's touched your life, Danielle. Yeah, it has. Like, similar to Georgie, um, my friend, after a few months after... Well, a while after she had her first or second baby, she found out she had breast cancer. And um, it was just devastating for everybody. And just every, no one assumes it's, it's not going to happen to them. And I think the awareness that Georgie's bringing to it is just amazing. You know, she has a voice and she's using it. I'm just very proud of her for doing that. Um, I think, yeah, a lot of people would agree with you, Danielle. It's not an easy thing to do. How did it affect all of you when your friend was given this news? Well, it, like, you're devastated initially. Um, but again, like, there, there is so much hope. Um, and she felt so much love the way Georgie is as well. Unfortunately, though, when my friend found it, it was, it was at a much further on stage. She had, she didn't have a lump. What she had was dimples. And it looked like a tiny little bit of cellulite. So because everybody's so um, looking out for lumps, she just assumed it was after breastfeeding or after having the babies. But it wasn't. It was actually a sign of breast cancer. And it's just something that people I don't think are aware of, that it doesn't have to be a lump. It can also, it's any sort of changes in your breast, really, not just lumps. And hers looked like a dimple on her breast. That's all. Just a simple dimple. And it was stage four. Oh, wow, Danielle. Yeah. So I'd love to just get that message out there as well. That's not, it's not only just lumps. It's any sort of little change you'd see on your breast. Just get them checked. So with stage four... Um, yeah, it was very late when she, when, when she found it. Did she get the chance to go through much treatment or...? She did. She did two rounds of chemo as well. And it's around us. Like the little things that people don't know from the day to day, the aspect of it is so hard. Um, and the anxiety that it brings along and the depression. And like that, you know, you want to be around for your children. Um, unfortunately, she's not now. And I think if there was more awareness, you know, before... In a couple of years ago when she started getting that dimple she may have gone and got it looked at so I think it's safe to say like that there's definitely lives that Georgie's going to save definitely Danielle thanks so much for coming on um, such a tough time for you and your friends so thank you so much for coming on no problem lovely to speak okay, to you thank today thank you bye bye um, she's absolutely right uh, by raising awareness Georgie is saving lives um, if Danielle's friend had known some of the signs of breast cancer it doesn't have to be a lump Roisin says, what an amazing woman with such a positive attitude. We were just speaking about smear tests today in work. I've been putting off getting my smear done. I'm going to book it in for next week. Good on you, Roisin. You can continue to get involved in the conversation. I'm on 087-711-1038. This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.